You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. How would magic affect a galaxy far, far away? But more specifically, what if Harry Potter turned out to be a Jedi? We are Systematic Ecology. We are the priests of the geeks. We will be discussing this what if question brought to you by our lovely members on Facebook who voted for it and decided this is what they wanted us to discuss. And we're going to bring it to you live. And by we, I don't mean just me, Christian Ashley. I refer, of course, to my favorite co-host, the co-leader of the rebellion against Joshua, my friend, your friend, Elizabeth Pang Clyde. How are you doing, Pang? I'm doing well. It's been a while, Christian. It's been a while. Yeah, we, I have we need to have more you. episodes together. Yes. Now, we, we've been on together, but we don't have that bit of, we need to stay together to screw everyone else, you know? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Josh has been trying to keep us apart because he felt the rebellion getting stronger, but it is what it is. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out. And that's how you know when you're uh, winning against a dictator, when they're afraid. Mm-hmm. He is very afraid. But I'm so also afraid mind, of this conversation, uh, though, because I love Harry Potter, but... I feel like this is a little blasphemy right now. We'll get to it. Okay. So what have you been geeking out on, Pang? Um, I've been watching um, Massimo... Gosh, I can't think of his name right now because this is like my third recording back to back to back. Massimone Kun's Revenge uh, because season two is out. So we've been watching a little bit of rom-com. Very nice. As for me, uh, I finished, I platinumed actually Kingdom Hearts, the first one. And now I'm on Chain of Memories, the re-Chain of Memories, I should say. So I'm looking to see if I could plat- platinum that one as well. What is platinum mean? You're just gaming? Oh, that's uh, if you get all the trophies for mm. a game on PlayStation. As you should. As you should. Yes. All right. So our topic of discussion today is, of course, Harry Potter becoming a Jedi. Now, before we get into that idea, paying. I know Star Wars isn't your favorite thing in the world. I also know it's not like your least favorite thing in the world. Right. So let's start there. What was your introduction to Star Wars? And I'll ask about Harry Potter after that. I remember I was a freshman in high school and we watched episode six and had to do a movie review. And I was the only one in class that gave it a bad review. (laughs) I appreciate it more now, but shocker in high school, did I have to go against the whole class and write a paper? To critique it, yes. Yes, I did. I I laugh so much because you have just talked about my favorite movie of all time. No, I don't. I I appreciate it now, but because... Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. It's just funny to me. But also, I hated the teacher, and the teacher hated me, and so she talked about how great it was, so it was my goal to destroy the movie. <laughs> I aspire to that level of pettiness. Yes. I approve. Now, how about Harry Potter? Love it. I am a wizard. Excellent. Oh, a witch. It's whatever I identify as, depending on the day. Mm. Mm-hmm. So how were you introduced to it? Um, I remember my sister would read the books and we would go watch the movies. So I did not read the books until I was a bit older. But yeah. Okay. So as soon as the first like movie came out, I have been with the Harry Potter. I've been down with the Potter. Now, as for me, when it comes to Star Wars... I was introduced at a very young age by my dad. He was always a big Star Wars fan. Uh, We watched the re-releases that came out in theaters in like 97, I think, before uh, Phantom Menace came out in 99. I fell in love with it even more. Loved the prequels. Uh, Even now as an adult, I see them for their flaws, but I love them despite them. 
uh, everyone knows how I feel about the sequel trilogy and all the wasted opportunities and potential there. So I'm not going to say that. Now, as for Harry Potter, I have talked before on the Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone episode we did. Uh, I was introduced to it by my fourth grade teacher. We would always have at least like 30 minutes set aside every day to read a book. Uh, and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was the, one of the first ones he selected. So got to know it there. Really enjoyed it. But Pang, uh, we have been asked that question. What if Harry Potter became a Jedi? Now, how is that possible? Let's figure it out together. What do you think? Okay, well, I've I've put some thought into this because it's for the it's for the listeners. You know what I mean? You have to you have no, to put some thought. So first first Avi is he's not gonna have a wand, he's gonna have a lightsaber. Okay. And so is there a like, is there a big, like, you know, how the, with the Harry Potter, because I, I know Star Wars, but I don't know it, like, the back of my hand, yeah, like yeah. Harry Potter. So does the lightsaber choose the Jedi, like in Harry Potter, where the wand chooses the wizard? Or are you just <laughs> like, quite. oh, here's a chat. So, like, they don't even have well, any emotional attachment to the well, lightsaber? To an extent. Okay. Yes. And then a lightsaber crystal is kind of chosen by its wielder now. Mm. But you can just pick up any old lightsaber and use it. But there is something to be said in that same sense of Harry Potter of, you know, Wand chooses the wizard, the crystal chooses, you know, the Jedi to wield it in that you're a lot more effective with a wand that you're able to use that was chosen for you specifically. And you're a lot better with a crystal that is in the focusing part of, of your lightsaber. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I could see how you could argue that. Okay. Okay. And then to be a Jedi, is there a coming of age? Like how at Hogwarts, what do you have to be 11th or 12th? Well, for Jedi specifically, and that's a good question as well. When do we want to take, have Harry introduced to the Star Wars world? Is it, do we want him in the prequels or do we want him in the original trilogy? I feel like we should go all of it because I, I don't know if I've heard this or if I'm just remembering, you know, incorrectly. But isn't there like a little bit of already like symbolism? Like they're both Luke Skywalker and Harry Potter. So if are we like subbing out like if Harry had Luke's life or vice versa? Or no, we're just talking about if Harry was a random Jedi. But that's the thing is that Harry, we have to figure out how Harry gets there. Okay. We have to figure out when in the Star Wars history we're working with. I, mm -hmm. I'd say we'll, we'll limit ourselves to either the prequel era where there is actually a Jedi Order. Okay. Or the original trilogy where Luke is going to have to start it himself. Hmm. I feel like Harry now, would Harry would start the the order. So no okay. order, no order. Well, in that case, he's going to have to receive training from someone else. We have Luke, obviously, at Obi Wan and Yoda. There are mm -hmm. some surviving Jedi from Order sixty six, so that's possible. We could have met someone there. Let's assume that Earth is just a planet in the Star Wars galaxy, and you know, let's say we're going to keep this original trilogy. Like, uh, there's a big battle over Earth. Uh, Rebels versus Empire, Crash Land. Oh, no. Luke ends up finding Harry, decides but, to take him on as an apprentice. Okay, so he's now, this is pretty much in correlation to Hagrid coming to get Harry. But Luke yes. just came to get Harry from the Durnums. The, the Dursleys. Dursleys. The Dursleys. I don't yeah. know why I said Durnums. Uh, let's just say oh, he ends up in that shack in the middle of the lake or wherever they're at. And since it's his force potential, takes him there. Now, does Harry use magic or the force or does he use both or are they one and the same no i feel like if we're really going to be like if harry was a jedi like all magic stuff like all all that has to go bye-bye okay mm -hmm. because there, there is precedence the in the star wars universe for magic uh you had back in the day you had the death of Mary witches 
who have now been adopted into the current canon to they use the force a little differently. And in fact, it is explicitly called magic in the sense that it is different than the force. You also have Sith, uh, Sith sorcerers who use the dark side in ways to corrupt the areas around them. So it is possible for Harry to have both. But do you want to just be him Jedi only? I feel like, yeah, because if we did it with the magic, that would be like a cop out. So instead of going to Hogwarts, he goes to the Jedi Temple to learn the way of the Jedi. Okay. All right. So we are assuming original trilogy era. It is him and Luke figuring out the Force together, kind of like maybe mutual apprentices to an extent. Okay, is so Harry Luke is going to be, yeah, Luke is going to be his Ron okay. Weasley. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. So Luke around this era is 18-ish at episode four. So Harry mm-hmm. would be 11. So there's a seven-year gap, but that's not the worst gap for friendship in the world, especially master students. So that can work. Mm-hmm. All right. So where to take it from there? So what well, do you I mean, think? Who's Go going to be Who's going to be the bad guy? Is it well, still going to be Vader Luke? Vader? Imp- it's still going to be Vader? I mean, yeah. We're trading one V for the other, Voldemort for Vader. Okay. Oh, well, actually, that's a good question. Does Voldemort exist if Harry exists, uh, assuming Earth is a part of the Star Wars galaxy in this scenario, is it possible for Voldemort to make his way off of Earth? Because at this point in his life, he's not really a corporeal being. Mm-hmm. So, see, there's, there's so many what-ifs, which yes. is the whole premise of this episode, which is why I love when I get put on these what-if episodes, because I'm like, <laughs> I, there's no, I need to know. Like, I need to know this yeah. whole scenario. Like, I don't like the, creating the, it. This is... One of those facets. I do enjoy creating it, but you have offered a very big, wide open sandbox here. So I have to like make it a little smaller as best as possible. Okay, let's say in this sense, Voldemort not only is a wizard, he's also a Sith. And he has found a way, like Palpatine has always uh, sought in that to conquer death. His way of conquering death was the Hallows. Palpatine was cloning and all this mess. Okay. So they are, would you say they're opposed, Palpatine and Voldemort? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I, I would agree <laughs> so we have we have harry and luke gallivanting together across the galaxy okay what do you think is going to be the focus what is harry going to learn about being a jedi that's different than luke what do you think is going to be about the same does harry harry still doesn't have his parents right we the sad orphan still yeah let's assume for the sake of this that everything happens the same earth just okay. exists in star wars galaxy hmm so then I feel like it would be Harry trying to find his place in the Jedi world because he didn't know he was a Jedi. And now he thought he was a nobody. And now he has to figure out what he's going to do with the force and what is like his future going to look like. Because he doesn't know about the bad guys yet. Right. So he doesn't know because remember, like the at the beginning, he didn't know anything about Voldemort until later. He didn't know he was a chosen one. So this is mm-hmm. just him like excited to be, I guess, on his own figuring out like he has more to his life. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it too. Uh, you mentioned the chosen one prophecy. Well, do we already have a chosen one prophecy in Star Wars and that Anakin mm-hmm. is supposed to bring balance to the force. He's now currently Darth Vader. Now, how, what is he going to do hearing about someone else out there in a similar fashion who's supposed to bring not necessarily balance, but to take down a great evil? Well, mm-hmm. Vader himself is a great evil right now. He doesn't really see himself all the way there as evil, even though he knows who he is. There's still that little part of Anakin left in there. Do you think that Vader would come after Harry the same way he came after Luke after learning that Luke is his son, but for a different reason? So you're like, oh, 
I'm a chosen one. What are, What's so different about you to be a chosen one as well? Yeah, I think he would because whenever you go to the dark side, the dark hates light. And so I feel like he would want to crush out the light that is Jedi Harry Potter. Okay. Do you think he would want to turn him to the dark side like he attempts with Luke? I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because he could use now, like his dark past and like, again, you know what I mean? Kind of like defeat into like, you know, you're not born for greatness. You're like, you're an orphan. You're doing this, like come to the dark side. Ooh, that'd be very appealing to Harry mm-hmm. in the sense of finding a place in the world. He doesn't have Ron and Hermione in this setting because nope. he's left the earth behind. He, all he's got is Luke. So maybe he's friends with Luke, Leia, and Han and Chewie. But he's also seeking for a family, something he does do in the books. And that found family he creates with the Weasleys doesn't exist here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really don't have like a Weasley analog to uh, our Star Wars gang right now because they're way more dysfunctional as a group like Han and Leia and their mischief together. Uh, Chewbacca probably might be with the most reasonable person among them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wouldn't have any like structure or any sense of like home or any. Um, gosh, what I'm trying to think about. He wouldn't. I feel like he wouldn't have a safe space. So guess Hogwarts was his safe space. Yes. Uh, that's what he felt like it was home and stuff. So especially if he's on the road a lot, like learning the way of the Jedi, I feel like he's going to get really irritable. So especially too, in that period of Star Wars, the rebel fleet is having to move from system to system. It can't pl- stay in one place for too long because the empire keeps looking for them. Like that's how we open up empire strikes back. Are the probe droids being sent out to find the rebel base? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be hectic, especially for a child. Go ahead. Well, I was just thinking it's similar whenever it was book, was it seven, I think, whenever they were like running from the Magic Council doing the tent thing and like, you know, the Horcrux. And they were, mm-hmm. they were super irritable with that. And that was oh. when he was adult Harry. Yeah, I just realized I said Hallows earlier. I meant to say Horcruxes. I said, okay, we got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what is it about Harry that makes... Vader come after him, want to turn him to the dark side. Is it because he also knows that Voldemort is out there and wants Harry for his own ends? Um, I say it's just for Vader, he, the new prophecy is on him. And so he doesn't, I mean, if you, like me personally, if I know I was like called to do something, like by God at least, and I refuse to do it, well, God doesn't need me. He'll use someone. And I see someone else walking in the calling I know was supposed to be mine. I'm going to feel some type of way. So I'm sure Vader's going to feel some type of way that Harry's going to be walking in the calling that he was originally supposed to do. All right. So in this scenario, do you think that Vader prioritizes reuniting with Luke or Harry? Mm, I feel like he wants to... Because Harry this is the star, so I feel like he has to prioritize Harry because he's okay. the chosen one. All right, so that being the basis for Vader, the choosing Harry over his own son is that that mutual understanding. We are both men affected by a prophecy, by fate, by destiny, mm-hmm. meant for something different than everyone else. And then I feel like by him thinking he can turn Harry, it would make it is easier to get to Luke because he just okay. got... To, you know, like if you want to get to someone, you get to their kids, you know, get someone more vulnerable. So he's going after the more vulnerable person right now. So if we're following the films to an extent, there's four years of time that passes between episode four and episode six. Mm -hmm. So that Harry is now around 15-ish. Okay. And we saw Luke would have been about 22-ish, if I remember correctly, during the events of Return. Let's say, so... Vader ends up finding 
Harry instead of Luke, or does he find both of them at once? Depends on how epic we want the fight scene to be. I mean, it, it depends on a lot. And once again, that's the, the sandbox nature of this what if scenario kind of because you have to mesh two different franchises together, make them work. There are other ways we could have handled this, but I like where we're going mm-hmm. because we have Voldemort out there. We have Palpatine and Vader out there. Does Voldemort work with the Rebel Alliance to try and get to Harry? Does he work with Vader and Palpatine to try and get to Harry? I feel like they wouldn't work together because they're both too egocentric for that. You know what I mean? I feel like they wouldn't. Okay. They wouldn't because they're too, it's two big top dogs. You wouldn't know who would be the head leader or the head bad guy. So I feel like they're going to have to fight that on two different fronts. Almost okay. like how they have to fight Voldemort and the Ministry of Magic um, hmm. on two different fronts in the movies. Okay. So do you think in this scenario, does Va- excuse me, Voldemort attempt to either imperious someone within the rebel fleet to say, hey, I should, you should let this guy, he knows about cis stuff, he can fight against the emperor? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go with that. I feel like we have okay. to like, we have to choose stuff now. We've, we've discussed <laughs> like, oh, this sounds good. What if this? No. So now- Host one, okay. you have to choose. <laughs> okay, now, let's go with that. But like the, the point of collaboration like this is not just to have me say, this is what's happening. And, you know, I want you to have a place in this too. Well, I feel like if it was up to me, I would have chosen a, a romance, whatever. But once again, the listeners failed me. <laughs> We're fine. Well, maybe you can rally them next time and add them I, more options too about we, your romantic potentials. Yes. I, I know your heresy you've delivered. We next time the, we need to have it. What if Harry ended up with Hermione? Because okay, it, yeah, I was I'm, just I'm, about I'm, to say. Yeah, I'm still team that. What if we just hijacked the whole what if episode and just went for it? That actually does bring up a good point too. Does Harry have a love interest here? There's, There's not no really one. anyone. Chewbacca yeah, for him. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to make up one. So I I think no. that question's kind of bunk. I mean, it's possible. I mean, you could. Maybe say that, you know, he meets Sabine or something like that. That's from Rebels, the cartoon, mm-hmm. if you didn't know that. Uh, and maybe they have a fling. No, I don't think so. No, but, I say yeah, no Let's romance. remove that entirely. But which okay. also makes to more of his angst because he has, with no family, he almost has nothing worth fighting for, making, making him more prone to go to the dark side. Yeah. I kind of like what we're hinting at here and that Harry is going to fall. Yeah. At some point in time to the dark side. And that brings up the question, though, is that he's kind of had this almost brotherly, but at the same time, master and apprentice relationship with Luke. Or does, how does Luke factor into this? Is, does he go after Harry and try to redeem him mm-hmm. the same way he does for Vader I feel and like attempts Luke, to do to Palpatine? Luke has to be his Dumbledore in this scenario, or maybe his series. Okay. Like it has to be one. Which one do you want? Dumbledore or Sirius? Well, it'd probably be more to Sirius because Luke, remember, he's just 18 starting off. True, true. 18-ish mm-hmm. in uh, the fourth movie. Or Lupin. So Lupin was technically his first real teacher that taught him the defense against the... I like Lupin. Dark arts? We're going to go okay. with Lupin. Okay. That's better. But in the scenario, though, Luke is also having to deal with the fact that a known Sith sorcerer, Voldemort, is working with the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Seeking after Harry, does, does Luke team up with Voldemort, knowing how evil he is to try and bring Harry back, knowing that regardless of the scenario, he's got three people there who really want to turn Harry to the dark side or even kill Harry? Hmm. Yeah, that, that's playing with fire because Voldemort, 
still wants to kill Harry. Oh, do we exname Voldemort from this scenario? Because if Harry's no longer a wizard and the prophecy's different, Voldemort can well, just can be, very, yeah. It could very well be the same thing, just changing the words around. Mm-hmm. Because I, we've been all over the place where the magic is going to exist or not, because I did mention him imperiousing someone. But, I mean, you could easily duplicate that with Sith sorcery. Mm-hmm, so let's mm-hmm. just say magic gone, Sith sorcery, that's Voldemort's okay. thing. All right. And mm-hmm. he is afraid of Harry's potential, which is why he went after him. Mm-hmm, Same mm-hmm. thing with the prophecy. Marked him as is he, his equal. The Harry's mother's love, uh, Lily, was saved him from that. Tied the two of them together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Voldemort is trying to figure that out. Okay. I think in this scenario, let's have Luke begrudgingly team up with Voldemort. Okay. Knowing that he himself is not going to be enough against three people who are using the dark side and that Harry has fallen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I say, because I like it, Voldemort and Vader almost take each other out. Okay. And now So Harry, no redemption. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they almost like take each other out. But now Harry is in so much angst, he doesn't know where he's going to belong at all. Because he doesn't belong to the good side. He doesn't belong to the dark side. And now he's just one mental breakdown away. I like this. Okay. So Vader and Voldemort have a mutual kill of one another in the scenario. Yeah, yeah, kill them all. Yeah. Luke fails to redeem Harry. Yes. Harry is now the apprentice of Sidious. Who's Sidious again? Palpatine. Got it, got it, got it, yeah, yeah. What is Harry's Darth uh, name? I don't know. That's a very broad question. Black Lightning. No. That's a, it's a little too on the nose. Because um, I was trying to think, like, if Harry were to fall, what about his personality would he use for his own Sith Lord name? Uh, would it be something that talked about his inability to find a family or... Uh, abandoned it, abandoned po- lightning. <laughs> under typically one, one name. Five. Well, excuse me, one word. Oh, okay. So there has there's been a Darth Bandon in the past too. So we probably don't want to use that. That's from Kotor. Mm. Um, mm, this is a tough one because uh, they all sound real stupid in my head. Like Darth Loneliness. It's like no, that's that's not going to work. Uh, Darth Loner sounds stupid. We don't Solo. have to have an answer to this. Han Solo. Uh, Just kidding. Because <laughs> he's alone. Oh I my know. gosh. Okay. Uh, let's put that on the back burner. If we find it, we find it. If not, we don't. It's not the point of what we're doing here. So what changes in this world? Because it seems we have that moment on the Death Star where Vader and Voldemort kill one another. Luke fails to redeem Harry. Does that mean Luke has to flee and the Death Star is still active? Mm-hmm. So the Death Star could be almost like a Horcrux where he still has to destroy the Horcrux. Okay. Now how... Now, who's using it as a Horcrux though? Is is mm. Voldemort or Palpatine? maybe it's like the maybe it's the last bit of like the darkness of you know what I mean? Like to really bring order to the world. I don't know who's using it. <laughs> I just like my metaphor. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could definitely see if Palpatine has learned of who Voldemort is. He I got could the name. Okay, go for it. Dark Scar. <laughs> sure. We have nothing okay. else. Darth, Darth Scar, our because edgy little boy, is now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I see Palpatine learning of Voldemort's inclination towards keeping himself alive through Horcruxes. 
thinking, mm-hmm. well, what if I did the same, gets the rebel fleet there? Because what you have to do for a Horcrux is you have to murder someone in order for it to be made into a Horcrux. Well, using the Death Star's uh, beam that can destroy planets and ships, that sounds like the perfect opportunity for him to make a massive Horcrux of this entire installation. Mm-hmm. And so does that mean the Rebel fleet fails? They have to retreat? Luke has to retreat too? And Palpatine and Harry are still alive? Yeah, I like that. Okay. This creates a lot of disunity because that's when they're supposed to win. I like disunity. Like, I like yeah. it when the good guys don't win. I'm a weirdo. Oh my gosh. You're perfect for this one then. Yeah. Okay. So how do we set up the scenario though, where Harry in this situation comes back to the light? Does he have to? Yes. Oh, okay. This, this is still Star Wars. This is still Harry Potter. You can have your edgy little fan fiction elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're going to have a happy ending somehow here. And we're going to find it out together, Pang. Okay, okay. Maybe he rescues a kid and then he finds okay. the family he was longing for. Because, you know, so, I, you got to think about like all the like animes and all that random stuff. As soon as they find like a kid from war or whatnot, then he's like, oh, this is, you know, maybe he sees an abandoned child that has a scroll on their forehead and he sees him. And now he wants to live better. Okay. So one of Vader's jobs was essentially being Palpatine's enforcer out in the galaxy proper. So Harry now takes this job from from Vader since he's no more. Mm -hmm. And this is his first ever mission actually doing it for Palpatine. Like he's fallen to the dark side, but he's not totally there yet. He leads this village is supposedly hiding like a rebel spy or something in it. He leads the village. They get wiped out except for this one family there. And you have that wrestling in Harry's spirit of, what have I just done? Like, I led the slaughter of these people. This mm-hmm. child is the only one left. Does he take that child to raise as his own and says, oh, well, you know, oh, he's a survivor. Therefore, he's strong enough. That's his excuse. But his real reason is like, oh, I was that child once. And I just caused what happened to me to someone else. And I'm yeah, conflicted th- about that. Yeah, I think he has a revelation of like, I was once an innocent child and look at what, and he almost has to face like his, that like he's the enemy. Like once he sees the innocence of the child, he realizes the how like tainted he is and he has now, he needs to do atonement. Okay. That, but how does he deal with this though? Because he knows therapy. Palpatine by now. He oh. has to go to therapy. <laughs> therapy doesn't exist in Harry oh. Potter or Star Wars, I'm very unfortunately. Dang. But I think what might get him to realize that he actually has affection for this child beyond what he lies to himself about and say, oh, well, he's just me and I want another me to to raise. I want him to turn out better than me or something like that is confrontations with Luke, who is attempting over and over again to bring Harry back to the light side, away from the darkness. And in the midst of the battles, multiple battles they have. Luke realizing who this child is, nameless child we've just invented from whole cloth that doesn't exist in Star Wars proper. But you know what? Who cares? We're doing whatever see, we want. I can see Harry like in his dark cloak and stuff with the with the baby trying to give him to Luke and be like, raise him to be in the light. And Luke was like, you do it. And then Harry's like, I am the light. OK, mm-hmm. that's what I see. So so in the middle of one of their battles, the child is threatened. Luke realizes that. Our Darth Scar here recognizes yeah. that. God help me. And realizes, oh, if I keep him around me, he's just going to be manipulated like I was by Palpatine. Luke, you take care of him instead. Luke's no, no. 
there's still good in you, raise the child and leave the empire behind. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this leaves Palpatine without an apprentice. No, the, it's going to be the child. Oh, sorry, what? Right? I mean, why can't we just use the child? He's already there. No, no, no. In this scenario, you were saying that... Harry's going to raise him. Who? Oh, yeah. Well, Harry's raising the child. Yeah, but, yeah. So Palpatine is... Does he need an apprentice? But that's can't part of the whole... Can he retire? The rule of two with the Sith is that there's always a master and an apprentice. One, to have the power to wield it. The other, to crave it. Oh, yeah. So Are you sure he doesn't want to retire? I think he's tired. No, Palpatine's goal is always to be number one. He wants to subvert the rule of two and just basically be the only person in charge to give someone the illusion that they could one day become in his position. So hmm. much like Voldemort, he seeks a way to conquer death to make sure that he can continue being the emperor of the entire galaxy, doing whatever the heck he wants, no matter how many people he has to suppress and kill and destroy and ruin along the way. Oh, he needs to retire. I don't like him. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, he's not going to retire willingly. We've got to find oh. a way to get rid of Palpatine here. Does Harry become a double agent? Yeah, because now he has to make the world right for his son. Okay. So learning from the mistakes of his past, saving this child that he's put in a situation very similarly to himself, realizes I can't let this devastation continue, becomes a double agent enough to fool Oh, this becomes a good point, though. Harry is terrible at legimancy, or however the heck you say it. How does he protect himself against Palpatine looking into his mind? No, he was getting better at that. Actually, that's a fair point, though. Remember who his teacher was? Snape. Yeah. Someone yeah, and had... he learned... Yeah. He Go learned ahead. it at the end, how to, like, block it and whatnot. He was getting better along the way. Snape made it a lot harder because the two of them already hate each other. So mm-hmm. if he had a teacher like Luke, who actually loved him, could mm-hmm. teach him how to do it better, I think Harry would be a lot better enough to shield his mind from Palpatine's grasp. That way, mm-hmm. setting himself up as a perfect double agent, giving the rebellion some victories, and eventually finding themselves on the Death Star once again. Luke looks like he's about to die. Harry steps in, fights Palpatine. Luke and him both fight Palpatine together, kill him, and the Rebel Alliance is able to destroy the final Horcrux in the Death Star, saving the galaxy as a whole, Luke and Harry start the Jedi Order. Yeah, perfect. Easy peasy. Now, do you do you like our little sappy, lovely ending here? Is there something you would change about it? Yeah, Hermione comes and falls in love with Harry and they raise the child together. But that's about it. Okay, so heresy. Okay. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> no big deal. Right, like is there it. anything you want to add to this that we didn't bring up before? Does no, Harry I need a supporting cast? Happened. I wonder what happened. No, because then that would... Then if he had a supporting cast, he wouldn't have be Dark Scar. Okay. Because it, we, we discussed that with Hogwarts, that was his home. And so if you take away his wizarding and into a Jedi, he doesn't have that security and structure. So he's, of course, going to go to the dark side. Okay. And we need therapy in the next, you know, in the future. Ther- Harry really needs to go to counseling. Yeah, well, that can easily be arranged, you know, by the New Republic. They've won today. The first action is to create therapy for their mm-hmm. their most trusted leader, uh, formerly Darth Scar, now Harry Potter reborn. Into Light Scar. I don't know. This is great. Oh, my gosh. The canon defilement that we have created for both of these series. It's See, not. This we is, didn't choose this. We didn't want to no, no, be here. It's the no, listeners. No, don't say that. Don't say that. Uh, okay, fine. I didn't want to be here. It was the listeners. Okay. So you and got Josh bullied. Is scheduling. 
bullied by the listeners. Oh, okay, there we go. We can both say this is Joshua's fault, not the Joshua's listeners. Fault. They're doing their job no, and they're doing they it well. They chose it. Eh, you're yeah. doing mediocre listeners. I said what I said. Next time, choose the romance one, okay? Well, listeners, you heard that. I hope you all have taken that beating well. And you can listen to Pang as she tries to get her way with things to have you vote next time for one of the shipping options selected ship, for the ship, what ship. if scenarios. And if you would like us to have a specific scenario in line in mind, when we're making up the ideas for what we want to do for our what if series, let us know on you know, Discord, YouTube, uh, Facebook, like we're listening. We can add those to the list. All it takes is someone saying, hey, I'm a listener. I think this would be a good idea. I'm fine with that. How about you, Pam? I'm fine with it as long as it's romance related <laughs> and or anime. I'm really good at anime. I'm honestly, I'm like, I'm two dimensional. You know what I mean? Like I only have two flavors. I'm not multi-course or I don't even know what I'm going with this metaphor. But yeah, I'm basic. Okay. Well, with that, I think we've created as best as we can with two very broad series to introduce mm -hmm. Harry Potter to the world of Star Wars, making a little bit of sense. <laughs> Who knows? I feel like I, we made perfect sense. I followed along every single step of the way. Well, there you go. There's a, a yeah. stellar review from my co-host there. But what do you guys think? Uh, we do love doing these as much as, you know, we whined today and messed around. It was fun. I had a ton of fun yeah. workshopping these and bouncing ideas off of paying. So... Uh, Peng, do you have a recommendation for the audience today? So mainly for my females, I am just started a book by Jess Connolly. It's You Are the Girl for the Job. So it's pretty much kind of if you are feeling called to something higher, starting a small business, um, writing a book, um, doing ministry. It's just a really encouraging um, book uh, that is going to help you and motivate you knowing that God has designed you. And I mean, you can read it if you're a boy, too, because same principle applies. But God's called you. So you're the person for the job. That's my recommendation. And what was that again? I'm sorry. It's called You Are the Girl for the Job by Jess Connolly. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right. As for me, I just saw it's an Australian horror film called no. Talk to Me. Uh, central premise. There's a there's a uh, it's so weird. And I do enjoy it. I'm still processing my feelings for it. I think ultimately I'm very positive, but this scenario of uh, young kids in Australia, they find this severed hand that if you grasp onto it and say, you know, talk to me or, you know, I let you in, you can commune with the spirits of the dead. And that, of course, causes immense problems along the way. I will, however, give some a discretionary warning to people out there. There is a lot of talk of suicide and uh, the mental hurt and anguish that goes through that. So if that's something you're a little more sensitive about, I definitely would give an anti-recommendation, I suppose, not to watch that movie. Uh, just for your mental health and your mental well-being, like, it'd probably be best not to watch it in that regard. But if you can, I do recommend it. Actually, I do think as I'm talking about it, the more I like what I, I saw. So do watch Talk to Me. Now, Pang, is there anything else you wanted to add before we head to the rest of this? Nope, nope, nope. Okay. So listeners, thank you again for suggesting this topic uh, for our what if scenarios. We do really ha have a lot of fun making them up. It was a struggle for a lot of this, but that's kind of 
fun in its own way too, making up something that you have to start from a very large blank slate and then craft something into what we eventually did. So if you have a chance, just leave us a five-star review on your podcasting platform of choice. Uh, definitely check us out on YouTube. Uh, there's a ton of fun stuff we're doing there. It's completely separate from the podcast. Sometimes we do add stuff from YouTube to the podcast proper. It's a lot of good times. But remember, we are all a chosen people, a geekdom of priests. This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.